All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. Listeners, today uh, we, we know we're a week behind. We re- we record in advance. We release these on Mondays. So we uh, we, we had a chance to... We, we recorded the last podcast before the Stormy Daniels interview on 60 Minutes, but uh, now that it's passed, we are going to talk about that today. But uh, Jake, I wanted to throw you a quick curveball before we got into Stormy Daniels. Uh, this just popped up in my news feed, and I thought it'd be funny. We've talked about it in the past. Uh, we will talk about Stormy Daniels, but uh, Bill Cosby, his a sexual assault trial uh, in Pennsylvania, I don't know if it's the retrial, uh, but you know he was acquitted or hung jury on the first one. I don't remember. Who keeps track? But uh, he is, uh, you know, under, there, there are so many women lined up against him. So the his defense team is trying to get the judge to recruit, rec, uh, recruit, how, how do you say it? Recruit? No, 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 recuse himself. Uh, oh, recuse himself. Because uh, they feel he is biased because his wife is a social worker and advocate for assault victims. So there you go. Uh, Cosby's defense uh, lawyers are telling the judge to recruit himself because, uh, you know, like, hey, uh, we're, we're looking for a judge that's a little more rape friendly. We we feel this judge has bias as his wife. Uh, she's a social worker. I don't want these crooked judges who are uh, biased against guys that everybody knows raped someone. That's not the kind of judges I want. I know. We're, we're looking for someone, and maybe the judge isn't overly biased, but as we say, his wife is a social worker. She is an advocate for assault victims. We're looking for a judge that's married to, I don't know, a Klan member or so, America, a member of the American Nazi Party, someone someone a little more sympathetic to our clients. Uh, well, those are race issues, and he's black. Um, who's a sociopath? Do we have a wife that uh, likes to spit on homeless people? It's just a hilarious, uh, you know, Hail Mary by the defense to say, I don't I don't know, uh, Your Honor. I think you might be biased here. Yes, it's been in the news. Yes, everybody has an opinion, but they want Hillary's Clinton is, husband. You know, they, they need <laughs> they need somebody who can look the other way. They need somebody who's with somebody who can look the other way. They, they need all that. They want people that look the other way when it comes to certain sex crimes. There you go, Bill Clinton. He he could find a moral uh, gray area for the uh, the drugging. He's like, well, you know, uh, it was it was the woman hot and was he horny? Because then, I... what state was he in? Was he in Arkansas at the time? Was he in Arkansas? When when did this take place? Exactly. So we have talked about Bill Cosby in the past, and I just thought that was a just a sad, silly update. Oh, goodness. Lawyers will try anything. All right. Now let's get into Stormy Daniels. Jake, you've uh, yes watched the interview or listened. I listened to the 60 Minutes podcast. But before we do, I hate to do this. I have to go let my dog in. I forgot she was outside. I'll be right That's back. That's all right. We can edit this out. I'll put in some hold music for the listeners. All right, I'm good to go, man. I I wonder what you picked. Yeah, I wonder what you picked for hold music. Oh, you should have picked porn music. Did you put pick porn music? That would be that would be um, 
<laughs> it would be good for this, you know? I have in the past, what I've done is I've done like Easter egg hold music where um, like the Blues Brothers, when they're in the elevator, I've chosen that because uh, anybody that might go, wait a second, that sounds familiar. And they would realize, because if you remember the Blues Brothers, it's this chaotic scene where they're being chased by the military and the police. And then there's just a shot of them in the elevator standing, going to the uh, assessor's office. I've chosen that music in the past. I've uh, usually... what happens is we get disconnected. So then I'll play something like oh, that. Oh, you know, yeah. Do, do, do. The number you have reached is not in service. Like, I usually go with a disconnect or a fuck. I don't know how your DJ skills are. Maybe you could cut it with, you could do like a little DJ mix of elevator music, porn music, and hail to the chief. I feel like that <laughs> would be perfect for this episode. I could try and layer, but it would just sound like a mess. Once I chose uh, Sit on My Face by Monty Python, that might have been a nice surprise for people just to... Suddenly uh, you hear what happens because when, when you get disconnected, uh, there's a sound that goes and you can hear that it gets disconnected and then just, you know, a song starts. So but this time the listeners were given a heads up that they were they were about to hear music. It's good. It's just so much better than our other disconnections. Yeah, I, I almost want to we're not going to, but I want to start over just so I can say recuse uh, without fucking it up. It's it's an odd word. You don't say it that often. So that's why I stumbled. I'm like, how often do I use? Oh, fair enough. Recuse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's just Re- let's restart. No, no, the- let's not. Let's uh, let's leave my fuck up on there because, you know, people fuck up and I fucked up. Let's go straight to Stormy Daniels now. Let's let's jump into the meat of this. Recuse podcast. does sound like a, uh, a mentally disabled spider, though, doesn't it? <laughs> I never thought of it that way. But it's a funny word. Uh, I didn't. I wonder if they do have name for uh, mentally disabled animals. I don't know. Yeah, but you got You got to make sure it's 2018. A lot of spiders correct. consider offensive now. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So I I listen to the 60 minute podcasts on Monday when I'm at the gym. I never watch 60 minutes. I just sort of. It's the same way with Bill Maher. I have HBO, but I don't watch Bill Maher because. Saturday when I'm at the gym, I just listen to the night before the podcast version of it. Sometimes I have to go watch uh, New Rules because he'll make a visual joke and he'll say, and I'm like, fuck, the audience is laughing. But uh, the interview, I listened to it. What did you do? Did you listen to or watch it? I listened to it, All yeah. Right. So right off the bat, my first impression is I want to do a, a side-by-side comparison. I also listened to, because I listened to 60 Minutes every week, the week before they had uh, Betsy DeVos on, the uh, Secretary of Education. And okay. I thought it was stunning how Stormy Daniels, and, and we, you, you, you try not to be judgmental. You try not to, you know, in, in your mind, but everybody judges. Everybody, it's all we do all day is you pass judgment, even if you don't mean to. So you hear Secretary of Education, and you think, oh, this is going to be an intelligent, uh, well-spoken person, even though we all know Betsy DeVos isn't. And you hear porn actress, and you think, well, she might have just sort of a like, ah, I like to fuck boys. You, know, you have no idea. Side by side, I thought it was insane how Stormy Daniels, I'm, I'm not going to use her real name because I have no fucking clue what it is, um, was more articulate, more well-spoken, more interesting, and more believable than Betsy DeVos, a government official in charge of our education system. Like, whenever Betsy would say something, you could tell it was based in ignorance or a desire to believe or something that she was told, such as she actually said, did you did you hear or see the Betsy DeVos interview? 
I did not, but I'm guessing that she might, well, sound like the type of person that Trump would put in charge of educating. Exactly. People. Well, she, she's like a super Christian, not not just a, you know, your, your run of the mill. And we make a, fun, a lot of fun of religion, but seriously, there's a difference between... So she's a Christian with superpowers? Like, she can turn water into wine? <laughs> no, the worst kind. Uh, the kind that, like, you have your everyday Christian that's just sort of like, oh, I, I like to believe in a higher power. I believe Jesus was a good man. I, you know what? <laughs> That's fine. She's a cape-wearing super-Christian, which is, you know, put her in the time of the Crusades, and she's saying, yeah, Muslims are infidels, we must kill them. She's not saying that today, but she kind of is using policy, which is she fully believes that parents should take tax money, you know, the taxpayers should fund public re- or private religious schools. You should get vouchers. You'd be able to pull your kid out of a public school and send it to a private private religious institution. Institution Doesn't have to be religious, but those are the ones she prefers. That's where all her money goes because she's a billionaire. Um, that's how she got the job from Trump is. I'd be down with it if they taught all religions equally. And I'm not just talking right, about the right. easy ones like, oh, if you want to teach Christianity, you also got to do Judaism and Islam too. No, I'm talking about the Greek gods. I'm talking about Jupiter has to be right there <laughs> next to Christ and Buddha. Uh, I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking the Viking ones that believe that you only get to heaven by killing and raping folks. I, I, all of them have to be equally discussed and and considered equally credible on this one. I do not disagree with you. I agree. And Scientology can't 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 leave out Tom Tom Cruise would have a field day if we left his out. Someone put a link on my Facebook profile this past week. Um, there is a new Scientology TV slash website where you can be a Scientologist from home now. You can just give them your credit card and do video training Scientology. You don't even need to go in and get audited. Because I live in Iowa. So they have their version of the Phoenix University? Yes. That's what's going <laughs> it's on the here? Scientology University Online. Yes. I, I'm surprised it took them this long. It's 2018, and they're finally catching up with technology. Because as far as I know, there is no Scientology uh, headquarters outlet in Iowa where I live. You'd have to go to Chicago. But now, thanks to the Internet, I can, be a, I can become a Scientologist uh, from the comfort of my own home. I like the idea of a marketing guy going into their 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 evil Scientology lair with the you know the, the top dogs and everything, and they're just like, "What do we need to do to capture more followers and take their money and enslave them?" Ah! And then he's just like, "Sir, we did a lot of research, and we're we're really not hitting hard with the the millennial demographic. Well, what do we need to do? What kind of dark magic do we need to summon to? Well, it turns out they're into I don't know they're into apps and online stuff. Make me a Scientology app. I need millennials. Ah. I, an app would be a good idea too. I don't know why they don't. I mean, because." Do they need to hire me? That's it's, why. It's a business. All they want is your credit card information so that you can take your courses, be audited, and then become clear. The more the more courses you take, the more clear you become. I would I would work for the Scientology. I've worked for worse people, I guess. I would I would be their marketing guy and try to trick people on Facebook to to join their little cause. I've I've had this thought in the past. Uh, I had it when Sean Spicer was up there, and now that Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I would I would be a press secretary. I wouldn't give a fuck. Uh, you see them get so frustrated and flustered with the press. 
How awesome would that be if that's what Sean Spicer does next? <laughs> if that was Sean Spicer's next year. Yes, he's, he's the press secretary for the Scientologists. Well, I'm just saying that I would be the press, se- press secretary for Trump because I go back to the very first day of Sean Spicer, day one. He, he goes out there and he's all forceful and saying these were the biggest crowds ever, period. And he's angry because, you know, he's pushing an agenda. I don't understand why these people have such a hard time lying. I would just stand up there and go, uh, the word from the White House is it was the largest uh, gathering ever. Yes, but uh, Nathan, uh, the pictures show that it's not. Uh, what do you have to say about that? I have to say that the word from the White House is that it was the largest gathering. What do you want me to say? Well, what do you think? That's not my job to say what I think. I'm just giving the White House word. Next question. Like, I don't understand. Everything about that question was fake news, and you are a liar, liar, liar. No, 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 no. Pants on fire. See, that's where they go too far, is they get combative. I would just answer the question and move on and not care. Like, literally, whatever the White House wanted to say, you just say it. And if they try and trap you in something, you say, I'm just giving the White House word. Shut up. They're like, literally, well, what yeah. do you think, Nathan? I don't have a thought. I'm a spokesperson for the president. Well, does the president think we should bomb North Korea? Sure he does. And what do you think? I don't have an opinion. Like, I don't understand why they get so wrapped up in the emotions. They get angry when they, they it becomes this back and forth. You just, you just give, the, you're the mouthpiece. Just fucking say the lies and move on. People have a problem with lying. Well, you, I, I don't get it. I want to go back to the... The secretary, Betsy, what's it? Was it Betsy DeVos? Betsy, right? Yeah, we we we're 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 still doing <laughs> Stormy Daniels, even though we've gotten way sidetracked. Yes, well, I think you've you've. I don't know if Trump listens to our podcast or not, but if he does, I think you gave him a good idea. He's having hard times finding people to get in his cabinet. You know what I mean? They know they're going to get fired. They know it could be hard finding work after this. The porn star is sounding so much better than his actual cabinet members. Maybe he'll just start giving out cabinet positions to keep future porn stars from... Because he gave her $160,000, which she's saying... 130 Sorry. She's going, oh, it's not enough. That's a lot of fucking money. I don't know what kind of porn star privilege she has, but Jesus Christ, if he gave me that kind of money, I would suck his dick again right now and not tell anyone. I would do anything for 130 grand. Um, but especially if it was for something I already did and I'm a porn star, like I don't, I, I don't get paid that much to go to work. Yeah, well, fuck it. Bang the president. Yeah, I, I bang the president consensually. I'm just not going to tell anyone for 130. But... I guarantee you, porn stars ain't real good at long-term investment, okay? Not a whole lot of Roth IRAs in the porn industry. You know what I'm saying? They go through it kind of quick. It goes up their nose. They get expensive jewelry, that kind of thing. So she went through it. They need long-term payoffs. So you offer the cabinet positions. That sounds fair enough, but... uh... Plus, he'd be surrounded by porn stars. Just it, it, this well, is that's his what dream. he wants. Yes, that that would this be his dream. This is his dream. I don't disagree. Well, let's let's talk about that. So, uh, first impression was, as I said, that she is so much more articulate and 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 truthful sounding. Like Betsy DeVos, what she said was, and, and you can just hear in her voice that she wants it to be true. When Betsy DeVos is speaking, it's like she it's, it, it goes into what I just said about Sean Spicer and Sarah Huckabee. They want, the reason they get defensive and angry is they know they're lying, but they want their lie to be true. And that's the problem. Betsy DeVos said that this, the public education, public education schools get better when you take funding away from them 
and funnel it into private schools. They say that, you know, this is the John F. Kennedy quote, a a rising tide floats all boats. She says that if you take money out of the public sector sector and give it to the private sector, well, that somehow helps the public sector. And immediately she got called on it. The the interviewer, uh, I can't remember who gave the interview, but but said, you know, Stormy Daniels would never say such a exactly. thing. Exactly. But it's the interviewer true. said, is that true? You you did this in Michigan. You you championed private schools in Michigan. And did the public schools get better? And of course, she went, well, I, I don't know. And the answer was, of course not. The public schools got worse. Anyway, so Stormy Daniels, she sounds truthful. And to me, the second thing I took away from it that I thought, found was amazing is how much she distanced herself from the me too movement she said i am not a victim here i am not trying i did like that i i really i had a lot of respect for that as well yeah if you didn't hear the interview people what she said was i am not a victim i am not speaking out and trying to say me too there are actual victims out there and their stories need to be told i am not telling a point from a victim i made a conscious it would have been such an easy uh bandwagon to jump on if she, and I'm not calling that movement a bandwagon I, I'm just no, no, saying but for her it would have been easy it would, be, right. it would be so easy for her to just jump on that and pile on something and you know if there's one thing that, that is going to discredit that movement it's people coming out and and trying to act like oh Aziz Ansari didn't let me choose what color wine I had the man's as bad as Weinstein for God's sakes that, that's the kind of shit that makes it look bad it it it's 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 a very important thing that's happening, and and they don't need porn stars who consensually had sex with the president coming out and trying to uh, make themselves look like um, they're they're the same as actual victims. And so her immediately separating herself from that and being like, save this for actual victims. That's that's who deserves your support with with the Me Too movement. That's that was that was great. And I think it she is the rare case because. She is a porn star and she owns her sexuality. She knows she like you put anyone else in that situation she was in. It could have turned taken a turn for the worse. She saw what he was up to and went. She even uh, in the interview went, here we go. Like she just sort of knew like she wasn't happy about it, but she also wasn't. You you put like a secretary or an actress in there. And she's panicky, and, and rightfully so. She's in a situation where she realizes there's a man of power, and if she doesn't acquiesce, uh, there could be problems. Stormy just sort of went, well, fuck it. I, I came to the hotel room. And I'm not saying that any woman that goes to a hotel room should put her, you know, feel that way. I'm just saying that it Trump could have made it very horrible on any other woman in that situation, and that's why it was neat to see Stormy own up to it. She said... I was not a victim. I didn't, you know, cry or fight him. I just went, you know what? I've I've done worse things. Fuck it. I'll fuck this guy. And any other woman in that situation, not any other. It it just could have been really 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 bad. You know, you you, you put a woman in an uncomfortable situation like that and Wait, could have, but she's also she's a, look. She's a porn star. She's an opportunist. She knew this guy. This guy's in the media. He's got Celebrity Apprentice. Maybe there will be some kind of legitimate acting career in this for me. Maybe there. Were, you, you know, it, it. She she sleeps with people as like her nine to five. She does not look at it the way your average woman looks at it. So it it's it's a much more casual thing for her. Sleeping with somebody she's not attracted to. It's like yeah, I've had to do that at work before. Sure. They're, they're not all dudes with six packs and nice dicks and stuff. Yeah, yeah there's so, Ron Jeremy. So I, yeah, yeah. It's, so I can be any weirder than when I bang Ron Jeremy. 
it, it, these guys probably not going to last as long. Whatever. Yeah. I might I might get on the Celebrity Apprentice from this, which which she actually talked about later. Yeah, and she she said she she said, look, I'm not going to get on the Celebrity Apprentice, but she like you said, she did a calculation. She said. In her mind, and she didn't say in an interview, but in her mind, she she just made an instant decision like, you know what, fuck it, I'll just do this. Like you said, uh, power, money, we'll see what comes of it. I'm not happy about it. I don't want to fuck this guy, but, you know, whatever. Like, she, that, it was it was almost a throwaway to her where it was just, whatever, you know, like, and then it... I thought it was funny. It was. I think it was in the In Touch interview, not the 60 Minutes one, where she said it was just sort of rote and not fun, that he's not very good in bed. <laughs> See, I think that's the part he's the most ashamed about. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he came out with a press conference like, listen, you've been hearing a lot of fake news about me having sex with a porn star and it not being good. I, wanted to, I want you to just know that's a total lie. It was very good. I was the best guy she'd had all week, even though she'd been banging professionals. I was amazing. This is a lot more fake. Fake news from the left. I absolutely agree with you. I think the only thing is he, he is upset about is the part in the In Touch interview where she said he's not good in bed. I think that because it only happened as he became president. Up till that point, he was just like happy to be banging porn stars. But now he's got the evangelicals who are all giving him a mulligan, of course, are saying, well, you know, that was before he was Christian. Um, it's, it's just funny that. Yeah, I'm sure that attacks his ego more than anything else. What What are some of your takeaways? Um, she did. I know this is a small thing, but she mentioned that she was at a a Trump uh, vodka release party, and he famously does not drink. So I'm sitting there thinking, how the fuck is his vodka gonna be any good? I'm not trusting vodka from a guy that doesn't drink. I'm not trusting Trump vodka any more than I'm trusting Mormon pale ale. You know what I'm saying? Well, or uh, Rabbi's brand bacon. It, it's not gonna be as good. It's not. It's not. It's not quality tested. <laughs> well, that one I can answer for you is just basically it's Trump. He throws his name on anything. With him, it's not about quality. It's oh, you want to pay me a million dollars to put my name on this bottle of vodka? Yes. That's literally it. I I hear you. Why on would the quality, you pay that but, much to put the name of a guy that doesn't drink on your alcohol? That's ridiculous. I I don't understand why people put Trump on anything. I mean, to me personally, and I'm talking ever since the first time I saw him on David Letterman back in the '80s, I just sort of went, "Well, this guy's Get a, a bottle of Mormon rye, <laughs> Mormon rye, the finest rye whiskey." I, I think. Um, that's ever existed again. Never, never, never had it. Never tasted it. Don't want to go to hell. But Mormon rye whiskey. I've been told by heathens that it's very good. <laughs> See, I just, I, I wouldn't trust anything with his name on it ever, ever. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I, I think the definitely the the worst thing about this to me, and and you know they. They mentioned this in the later half of the interview. It's 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 the cover up of it. I don't think anyone was shocked about this, but it's it's just the length that he went to cover it up. And I, I don't even think it's as bad as people are making it out to be. Um, it, it but it it if he would have just been like, yeah, I, whatever, I bang porn stars. It, no one would care. Everyone knows that's who he elected, or that that's who they elected. That's that's who this guy is. Yeah, because that's. They keep calling him a baby Christian, saying, oh, he's finding his Christian feet. So if he came out and pulled a, like, I have sinned, who was that, Jimmy Swaggart? I have sinned, crying, just saying, you know, 
he was a. Uh, I have sinned. I found Jesus now. I banged the porn star before I found Jesus. I had no idea who Jesus was. I never met him before. I never talked to him. But then I talked to him. He's very nice. I found him. Now I don't bang porn stars anymore. Exactly. All he had to do is say, "Look, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. I, you know." The Jimmy Carter. I have had lust in my heart, and I just uh, actually acted on it, unlike Jimmy Carter. And that's it. End of story. But yeah, like you say, the the worst part is the cover-up. And that's what's going on in my mind. Because not even his wife cares. His wife doesn't even care about this. No one's even asking about that. You know damn well if if you gave Melania Trump a a truth serum from the CIA and was like, just tell me how you actually feel about the Stormy Daniels thing. She'd be like, oh, I sent Stormy Daniels a gift basket. Believe it or not, when you marry the billionaire as as his third trophy wife when he's like 30 years older than you or whatever, you're not in it for the dick. I don't, I'm, I'm in it for the gold things and the money. I want somebody else banging my husband so I don't have to do it. it. It says I'm contractually obligated to bang him three times a year. If he bangs enough porn stars, I might only have to do it twice. So go Stormy. That's what I think. Absolutely. Could not agree more. And even his own family. If you asked his daughter, I think if you shot her with the truth serum and you were like, Vanka, how do you feel about your dad banging the porn star? She'd be like, if he keeps banging porn stars, I might not have to bang him anymore. This is awesome. <laughs> I, I like Stormy. I sent her a gift basket. <laughs> that That's the other thing. I forgot about that. I'm glad you mentioned that. That, to me, is genuinely creepy. That this Playboy playmate that he fucked... And uh, Stormy both say that while he was wooing them, he said, you remind me of my daughter. And that, to me, is fucking gross. Well, he might have just been trying to turn her on. I mean, women women like that. I know I... It, whenever I want to like really when, when I want to role play I tell my girlfriend that she reminds me of Trump's daughter so I that's just a common line that guys use I think <laughs> well I see coming as a father uh, and I do have a daughter I cannot think of anything less arousing anything that would like turn me off more like like the very idea yeah, that, that was definitely the thing that gave me the the, the creeps the most that's it insane. really yeah. is i mean even if like you say say he's just dumb and he's trying to flatter her and and there are a lot of jokes saying that you know oh he talks about how he would date his daughter and how and, and then a lot of people take it one further and say oh he wants to fuck his daughter and i'm not even going to go there i'm not going to pretend that trump has a crush on his daughter and wants to fuck her i'm just saying that who uses that as a line because any normal dad would think of his own daughter and like it's a buzzkill. You you are suddenly if you yeah. equate the woman you want to have sex with with your He's daughter. He's in there like Stormy. Before we do this, can you ask me for lunch money? I'm, I don't want to say why. It just gets me going. Yeah, it's just it's just oh oh. There's something wrong. But you talk about uh, Melania not caring. I forgot to tell you this. I, uh, Mr. Jake, started reading Fire and Fury, the wolf book about Donald Trump that we talked about. Oh, how is it? I got it from the library. It is very entertaining and in a way scary. If only 10% of this bullshit is true, it's insane. But the thing Melania cares about, just keeping on topic, is she cares about the embarrassment. The fact that it's public. When it was behind closed doors, yeah, he's banging, whatever, that's fine. She couldn't give a fuck less. What the problem is with her is... 
Now it's out there being talked about. She just wants to go and live her rich life as a trophy wife. She wants to go to lunch every day. She wants to be a socialite. She wants to just be this, you know, rich, rich wife that doesn't have to deal with problems. And now she is in the spotlight and she's being scrutinized. And not only is she being scrutinized, she, you know, her husband fucking porn stars is just public business. And that, if not embarrassing is in the very least annoying yeah I, I i agree with that but then again is is this really changing it that much I, I mean more than it was before i think this is just one more piece of wood on the pile you know well if anything hopefully it gives her an out clause from her prenup and you know as soon as he's done in the uh, white house she files for divorce like, all right, I was tolerating your bullshit because it, you know, I, I lived a good lifestyle, but now I can get uh, some money from you, and uh, yeah, now I can divorce you. Like, mm, I think no, she's close enough to the end. He's he's in his seventies. I think she's trying to. She's waiting for the. She's waiting for the golden payday. You know, the the the, the really big one. She's waiting for him to uh, eat one too many buckets of the colonel's finest and uh finally keel over i think that's what she's she's holding on for except do you think she doesn't realize that it's all going to uh ivanka because that's who donald loves is is his first love is his daughter yes and no i think there's definitely a lot in that prenup about him kicking the bucket with the age difference so i, th I think she's she's probably contractually gonna get a certain percentage of that that makes sense um i guess one quick thing since uh, completely slipped my Don Jr., his son, his wife filed for divorce. I think that is hilarious. And it's because of what, you know, it's like father, like son. All daddy did was get divorced and fuck other women when he was married. So, of course, Don Jr., that's what, you know, that's what blew his marriage is he decided to bang some chick that was on the Celebrity Apprentice or I think it was Celebrity Apprentice. I don't know. Just. One of the reality TV shows, Don Jr. was acting as an advisor, and there was a blonde contestant, and he said, yeah, I should stick my dick in that, and now he's getting divorced. Yeah, and you know he had to he had to bang a lot of them for her to divorce Trump for infidelity, because I am going to go out on a limb and say that she did not expect to have a standard white picket fences type of relationship with this man being Donald Trump Jr., well, they do, from what I understand, have five kids. That is a lot of kids for one uh, mama to shit out. So uh, Gets a lot. maybe they, maybe she did think they were in it for the long haul, or maybe she... The, the one report yeah, is a good I read about her that I did like is when she first met... And I, I'm going to get this wrong a little bit. I guess they were at a party, and she met Don Jr., and then he said, I've got to introduce you to my dad. And this was back in the day, obviously, when he was, you know, Donald on The Apprentice, not, you know, political Don, whatever. Um, she apparently then told her friends, like, I met this guy and he was a complete retard. That was <laughs> what she said about uh, Donald Trump Sr. So uh, I thought that's pretty funny. That seems about right. And then and then her friends were like, do you have any idea how much that retard is worth? <laughs> and she was like, I got to go call that retard back. Oh, my no, God. No, no, the retard's son. Don C Don uh, Sr. is the retard. Even being his son. Yeah, that's he's still worth a lot. He, he is Forrest Gump 
post Bubba Gump shrimp. All right, that's who you want to marry. Jenny knew it was up. Jenny knew it was up. She saw what happened to Jenny. She was like, "All I got to do is not get AIDS, and the end of this movie is going to go very well for me." <laughs> I remember seeing that movie in the theater and just hating Jenny. Like, oh god damn it! Why is why is Forrest such a sap? Bit of a whore. And you know what they never bring up is she kind of sort of might have maybe gave maids. Um, they, they, they don't really address his mental illness and they don't like, like they don't diagnose it. They don't say what it is and they don't really diagnose her sickness. They just, they hint strongly at AIDS and you know, they're just like, he's, Oh, you're sick, Jenny. Yeah, I got it. The doctors don't know what it is. They just called it the Liberace cough and they look back and forth (laughs) at each other and they didn't really, they wouldn't really tell me. They didn't want to say much. They went into the other room. I saw him whispering and uh, now there's blood when I cough. Um, I think it's not, it's not going well. And then she died, and you do the rough math watching that movie as an adult, and you're going, okay, so she apparently had that from before they met, or before they met back up. When, when After she saw that he had money on the news and came running back to him and said, hey, you got a six-year-old. And they married, and they, I, you know, you assume they had sex again, and they probably didn't use a condom, because, well, you don't use condoms on your honeymoon most of the time. And... So yeah, he's probably got AIDS. I don't think they really, they really address that. They let you do the math and then go, what the fuck, man? Where's the director's uh, cut? Well, I think what they did is uh, now we know why there was no sequel. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> the sequel was called Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to know which one came out first. I think it was. I, don't I think know. Gump came out first. We'll have to look it up for next week. Um, yeah. This has nothing to do with anything, but you reminded me when, as we got on this path. I did a. I performed at a casino last week, and we've talked about this in the past. In casinos, you you don't get the best and the brightest. You're you know people that go to like Midwest casinos. Maybe there are different casinos. People at casinos in Vegas that are there because it's touristy and. But uh, generally, the Midwest casinos are not filled with your best and brightest. So I generally don't talk politics on stage. I make one Trump crack, and it's a one-liner, and it's, it's, it's over and done with, and it's toward the end of my act. So it's like I've already got you on my side, and you can either accept or, you know, like, audiences still like me after I make it because they're like, all right, we'll let you have one, you, you know, you liberal faggot. You know, they—so— they, after this show, this nice guy comes up and starts talking to me. And, I mean, from instant one, just the way he started talking, you knew he was slow. It was like Forrest Gump slow. He just, that's how he talked. And yeah. he said, you know, I just I just want to talk to you a little bit quick. Um, I, I, I'm a member of this, this ministry, and there are 11,000 of us, and, and our leader, our minister, is such a good man. He is such a good person. He just, you know, he tells us all the things that Obama did and, and what a bad person Obama was, and he explains to us how Trump is doing right by America now. And so you, Mama said to elect Trump, he's like a box of chocolates. Did I, did I tell this last week? But either way. I think you yeah, did. Because it was just yeah. like, I just it was just sad. Like, oh, come on, buddy. I'm not going to get into you it. Mean you mean it's like a box of chocolates and that you don't know what you're going to get? No, he's like a box of chocolates in that he is bad for you. And we'll give you type 2 diabetes. <laughs> yes. All right, you're right. I did tell that story last week. So, all right, let's cut it off there. I just, it, it comes up. Like, that. that's your Trump supporter. Just just the guy that 
Not all there, just whatever. Oh, we could talk quickly if you wanted to about Roseanne. She uh, debuted to huge ratings last night, and the big... I saw part of that. It was very good. Really? I did not see I've heard mixed things online. I did not see it, so... I saw part of it. I, I liked what I saw so far. All right. What what did you like about it? I like that they they had the balls to make her a Trump supporter, when the easy route would have been go... We don't like that guy. He's a dick. You know, that would have been just, it would have been the easy route to just Jimmy Kimmel it and, and, and just late night TV it like everything else is doing right now. I love the fact that they have different views on there. I love the fact that it's, that it's clashing together. They made her a Trump supporter without making her just uh, the stereotypical camouflage wearing racist and they they had her actually bitching about stuff that that I hear real Trump supporters calling up and bitching about when I'm filling in on right wing radio at work. Interesting, because I the review I read of the thing, and again I haven't seen it. Uh, the review I read said, you know what, this could have been an interesting study of Trump voters that feel bait and switched where they say hey i supported trump because her emails and yeah drain the they swamp. want to shit on him. this it's just a little they they didn't call him a nazi why didn't they call him a nazi man yeah they didn't like that there's actually somebody tro- pro no, trump no 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 they're not saying why didn't they insult trump they they said it could have been interesting if they did it from the point of view of hey i voted for trump because he said drain the swamp and he's doing anything but drain the swamp. I voted- Exactly. They just want to shit on him. Wait. Wh- That's what they're saying. They want to have somebody who voted for him but then goes, but I didn't realize I wouldn't like him. And they, no, this is somebody who's still behind him. Right, and that's that takes more balls. That takes it more takes balls more balls than but doing what you're saying. What, see, I want to know what the point of view is. How they justify it? How they say, "All right, here's this horrible, horrible piece of shit," and we're gonna say, "Yeah, I still support this horrible, horrible piece of shit." It, is Roseanne just presented as being as batshit crazy on the show as she is off the show when she's spewing her nonsense? No, she she is just talking about how bad the economy was and and how. Hillary Clinton would have been worse and basically not liking Hillary Clinton and thinking he's going to he's going to eventually turn stuff around and help the economy. So, okay, so that I guess that's the reason it doesn't interest me is they just I suppose it is ballsy to just show you got damn right. Straightforward it ignorance it's, it's better without than any just dis- hearing another parrot who I yeah, I I ultimately agree with more, but it, it it's not their views of what Trump supporters say and think, by and large, are are false, for one thing. And then also, it there, there's actually somebody on there who's pro-Trump and not just going, well, I was, but then I realized what a dick he is. That's too easy. That's what everything in, in mainstream entertainment is doing right now. All right, fair enough. I, as I said, I haven't seen it, so I wouldn't justify. I can't give an opinion. But and they show the other side, dude. They're not. It's not just a fucking Trump rally show. She's pro Trump. Her sister's anti Trump. They just got like the 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 vagina hat on and stuff like that, and they're they're going back and forth. And it's like it it's sort of um, it's giving like standard cliche arguments for each one. And I, I, I don't feel like it's shitting on any one side. It's it's so much more compelling and ballsy than doing what that fucking idiot who only wants to hear his own opinion parroted back at him wants to say. 
Interesting. All right. Well, then I am glad you saw it because I come at it from a point of ignorance. So, neat, neat, neat. All right. Jake, uh, Jake's review is... Oh, I didn't see it. I, I saw five minutes of it. And <laughs> I, uh, I, <laughs> I am... I am this, is, this is a point of only 90% ignorance on my part. But what, what I saw, I, I thought was pretty cool because it, it, didn't, it didn't just um, parrot the um, very left-leaning politics of the people involved in, in making it and the, and the people involved in making most shows these days well there you go all right so maybe give it but a it chance. had that in there though it had that in there. it had it had all kinds of fucking political views in there it was it was great i liked it all right cool well jake says give it a try all right kids uh tell people to give us a try if you are listening to oh. this and you enjoyed it all then then tell your friends to listen say nice things about us on stitcher on soundcloud one thing real quick yep. before we sign off that i forgot about the story in daniel's interview that kind of annoyed me on her part was when she was saying um well i might be ostracized by my fans uh it, i don't even the strongest trump supporter i can't see him flipping through the porn streaming sites like no I will not jack off to somebody who makes my president look like he's committing adultery. No, I will not do it. No, that's right. Put the loot down. That that was something, and this this goes back to me saying that you know we we sometimes were judgmental and we don't mean to me. I thought it was interesting that she said that. Uh, you know, I didn't want to speak out about this affair because now I have a daughter and what's she going to think of me? I'm not trying to be a dick here, but what's your daughter going to think when she sees that you starred in, you know, anal fisting 14, you know, or or gangbang 27 or, you know, like again, I'm not trying to say porn is illegitimate and that you've made a poor choice with your life. I watch porn. I jerk off to porn. Uh, I'm a hypocrite. I'm a horrible person. If my daughter got into porn, I, I, I'd have to say that I did something wrong as a parent. And I know that's a hypocritical. I, I know I'm horrible for saying that to say that no, it's I not watch porn. It, and it, that I, porn exists in that weird gray area. Like you, you tend to have people polarizing it where one side is like, it is the worst thing to happen to women. It is all sex trafficking and sex slavery and all this. And then you have the other side of the, the other extreme where they're like, no, 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 it's good for women and it's empowering. And um, it's it's kind of in the middle. I, I heard a porn star do an interview on Vice one day that was saying that. And and I, I thought she hit it dead on. Like, is it is it sex slavery? You know what I mean? Like the stuff that gets produced here? No, man, it's, it's, it's legal. You can't, you can't get away with doing that shit here with something that's legal. Now you can with prostitution. That's my argument for legalizing it. Right. So it's, it's not as bad as sex slavery, but is it, is it as good as being a, a school teacher or a dentist? No, it is not. It is, it is somewhere in the middle there. It's, it's in that kind of weird gray area to where it's like, it's not, it's not as bad as, is is literally, buying a prostitute from an Eastern European guy who's got a gun strapped to him and has women tied up in a van. No, it's not anywhere close to that, but it's not something you would want your your, your family members doing. Well, there you go. Now I feel like less of a hypocrite. Uh, Jake has turned but, me around on Roseanne and, uh, and, and my guilt over porn. Yes, and I will say I think there's absolutely a career future in this because she can do what? Politically three themed porn, man. You got to get a parody actor that looks like Donald Trump 
and you you have every porn star that's come out against him banging him banging guys on his on his on his in his cabinet you know what i mean like like porn star six pack versions of guys in his cabinet and and he's like an idiot it could be called like uh um let's see it could be called donkey dick it could be um let's see Fire and Fury. We could just call it Fire and Fury. I think that's a great name for a porn about Trump. Just call it Fire, Fire-er and Fury-er. That's, that's, a, that's a good name. I have no problem with that. All right, kids, thanks for listening. Jake, good talking Ooh, to you. Agent Orange. Agent Orange. That's a good name for a Trump <laughs> porn. Fair enough. Later. Later.